Well, as you know, we're heading over to New Zealand with Ambassador Travel on the weekend. We leave on Friday. Brian Martin's a part of our group, and Brian's got the second favourite for the New Zealand Derby. He's got a share in the horse called Interlinked. However, Brian's well aware that they've all got to beat this particular filly on the weekend because she does look like something very, very special, doesn't she? Uh, and that's orchestral. Further back in the field then is Monday Melody followed further away by City Gold Ready and Moss Invader. Orchestral went up to Justice Sharp who's still got a bit to offer. And behind them this high country interlinked running on. Orchestral's in front at the 100 metres and boom, just like that. Shut the gate. Eagle Technology Avondale Guineas all over. Orchestral a class above them. Just yeah, she certainly was. She's an expensive yearling. Robert Wellwood, Robert, Roger James train and Robert's been good enough to join us. How are you Rob? Yeah, morning, Steve. Very well. Are you treating her with kid gloves? Did she get sport rotten there at the stables orchestral? Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, it's uh, been a nerve wracking couple of well, yeah, ten days since she's last run, and um, yeah, everyone's uh, all hands on deck trying to make sure that we get to uh, next Saturday in in perfect condition. And Craig Grills, he's been there and done that in the New Zealand Derby as well, and he's won a heap of Avondale Guineas. That race we just heard. Yeah, yeah, he's been there, done that, and he seems to get along with the uh, the filly well. So I'm happy to have him him on board, and um, yeah, I hope we can get a similar result to what we did in the yeah. Guineas. Basically, she sat one out and two back there, and the pleasing aspect, obviously, she ran out the trip strongly, which probably no surprise to you, the the twenty one hundred for the first time, but also she jumped well. Yeah, yeah, she's getting better, um, you know, in, in the early stage of the race. She was presented pretty early um, the other day, so. Um, uh, yeah, I think she saw a real genuine two-one out, and um, uh, looking at the way she went through the line, you'd like to think that the, the mile and a half's not going to be any issue for her. Yeah, we're talking about a million-dollar race on the weekend. What sort of ground do you think it'll be there at Allersley? We know it firms up pretty quick, doesn't it? That new track. Yeah, look, we've had um, a fair bit of rain sort of over the uh, the last few days, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I can't imagine it's going to be uh, be too bad. The weather doesn't look. Um, bad for the rest of the week and, and as you say the new track um, drains pretty well so uh, I'd assume it'll be a, a good surface. Lovely, she's won on a soft seven however hasn't she at Pukekohe a couple of starts ago? Yeah and that's the good thing with this filly is um, I, I don't think wet tracks um, hold too much fear for her, um, she's probably better on a on the firm ground but um, you know often uh, you know you, you're going for races and, and um, they can come up wet and, and I think that's going to be a string to um, you know, something that she can handle. So, um, yeah, it opens up a lot more opportunity if you can handle all, all sorts of surfaces. Cool. So you yourself and Roger won the Vinery last year with Prowess and then pulled up stumps, didn't go to the Oaks, of course, you won the Vinery. So how, how does she rate ability with, say, Prowess, for example, or Kestrel? Um, look, she's still got to come over and, and hopefully uh, win the Vinery. Um, but yeah, she's certainly um, from what she's done to date. Um, she looks like she's on a on a similar sort of um, trajectory. Um, yeah, we'd love to think that we get get through the derby safe and sound, and, and hopefully come to defend our crown in the in the vinery. Um, and then um, yeah, if we're going to learn this weekend whether our fully goes a mile and a half, and if that's the case, perhaps she would carry on to to an Oaks as well after a vinery. Is there any reason she won't, given her strength through the line? Of course, last start at the twenty one hundred. I wouldn't have thought so, but um, look, it's always one of those things. Um, yeah, you don't know until you try. You, sometimes you, you you think that horses will will do it, um, but uh, yeah, we're we're both pretty confident that um, yeah, the the, the twenty four hundred doesn't doesn't hold any challenges for her.
Well, 6.25 at the NZB sale in 2022. Can you give us a bit of an insight into it? What's she like? Just, you know, temperament, build, that sort of stuff around the stables or Kestrel, Robert? Yeah, look, as a yearling, she was um, you know, a pretty big, strong girl. Um, she's probably, uh, uh, you know, refined down a little bit more as she's growing. Um, she's got a lovely attitude, which um, yeah, some server bills are a little bit feisty. But, um, yeah, look, she's got a great attitude. She's very easy. To deal with, she's not a real lovey-dovey horse. She sort of uh, likes to do a job and and uh, be fed, and, and you know doesn't like to be fussed over too much. But um, all in all, she's yeah, she's got a great attitude. Um, she was a stunning yelling. Um, I think most people that would have seen her would have liked her. And fortunately, uh, the lips um, you know helped us to um, uh, to be able to get her um, into the stable. And um, yeah, they were very strong in the bidding. And um, you know it's um, Thankfully, it's all, all worked out, and she's from that lovely Savabell O'Reilly Cross that's um, you know, worked so well so many times. And um, no, we're just uh, very fortunate to to have the owners to be able to buy a filly like her. Yeah, have they been with you for long, the Lit family? Um, probably about six or seven years, I think. Um, the first filly we bought for them actually was a Savabell filly who who won a, a stakes race, but. Um, uh, and we've had a few other, uh, you know, sort of nice horses, um, but this is, uh, you know, the first one that, that's you know, shown that real top class. All right, so at this stage, if everything goes according to plan, we'll also see her in the Oaks, unlike we did with Prowess, the Sydney Oaks. Yeah, look, it's, I mean, look, we just take it run by run. It, you know, it's three yards, you sort of have to see how they come through it all. Um, but, uh, yeah, look, at, at this stage we go Derby. Um, and then to the Vinery, and then there, there is a few different options, but the Oaks probably being the uh, the, the favourite at this stage. Yeah, what could the other one be, Robert? Uh, well, there's a Derby a week after the Vinery, um, but it is only a week, but it, it is also worth double, um, and, and there's a couple of other um, options, but uh, we'll, we'll just get through the uh, Derby and then the Vinery first. And she's only filly on the weekend of the Derby. Yeah, yeah, um, so... Uh, We've sort of found it's quite a good race to run them in um, because it does open up the option of, of getting over to Sydney for a binary and, and you know, group ones uh, um, in Australia are, are so vital, especially for these fillies. Um, it also saves having another run if we head to the New Zealand Oaks. Um, we've got to have a, a run um, this weekend, one more run, and then the Oaks. Um, so, the, you know, it's extra runs. It's also all the way down to Wellington for our Oaks, um, whereas the... So Derby's is really only just up the road. It's probably only a couple of hours in the truck to get there. So, um, yeah, it cuts down on a lot of travel. And, and uh, you know, we, we've sort of found that if, if you have a high-class filly, it's, um, yeah, it's the best race to head for. Yeah, we said to Roger last time we spoke, he did it, didn't he? was silent achiever all those years ago, Avondale Guineas Derby. Yeah, yeah, yep. exactly. And um, we can only hope that this filly can... Um, can get the job done on the weekend and then hopefully head to Australia and do a little bit of what Simon Cheever was able to do over there. Yeah, of course, Habibi was the last filly to actually do it for uh, for Donald Logan, win the derby. Just um, James McDonald run on a two starts. It goes, he riding in Sydney or how do we, we what does that play out rider-wise at this stage? Um, yeah, look, we're, we're certainly hoping so. Um, James has been in touch. I think, you know, he's, he's interested. And, um, but probably for both parties, we want to see how she goes in the derby and how she comes through it and, yeah, before we firm anything up. But um, look, if we get over there, we'd love to love to see James back on her. All right. And Robert, since you've been with Roger quite a few seasons now, how many Group 1s have you won together? Uh, I think we've won um, six Group 1s, two in Australia, four here, and, and two Cracker Millions. So, um, 
yeah, no, they're, they're all, all been special for different reasons. Um, certainly the, the first uh, Australian group I'm on was, uh, was one I'll remember forever. Um, but yes, we'd love to add some more to it. You're referring to Prowess, of course. Uh, no, the first one was uh, Pinarello. Oh, Pinarello, Derby, of course, in yeah. Queensland. Lee Thinnes, how can I forget? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, it, was, it was a wonderful ride and a, a pretty amazing way to go out for him. Yeah, yeah, he ret- yeah that's right, he retired straight after. You still see Leith? Yeah, yeah, no, he's, he's doing a bit of TV work and things, so um, uh, I don't think he's put on much weight. <laughs> he's uh, He still looks pretty fit, so... Uh, uh, come back yeah. on the radar. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I think he's enjoying uh, <laughs> enjoying not not having to uh, to watch his weight, and and uh, and he's done a really good job on the on the TV. Yeah, and just in regards to the day itself, will you have much representation in in the other feature races? Um, look, we'll probably have uh, actually. I'm invincible filly out of Shillelagh called Irish Legacy. Um, she may step out in the uh, there's a 1400 meter listed race um, and for three year olds. She's only had the one start for for the one win so um, it'll be a big step up for her um, and then probably a few others on the undercard but um, yeah that's sort of our two main runners yeah, Excellent, that Dionis, he's, he's no star but he's a trier isn't he, genuine Yeah look he's, uh, you look back through his record and you could never knock him really, um, he's he ran a really good race in the Evandale Guineas we had a little, uh, Evandale Cup pardon me we had a bit of a hiccup earlier um, after the Waikato Cup he, he kicked the wall and got a, quite a bad abscess so he sort of needed the the run in the um, Taranaki Cup and and Avondale Cup was sort of best back to his best and um, yeah we've seen him go two miles and um, yeah he could be a real chance if he um, he gets it in the right order. Yeah, seven times Roger I think he's won this this New Zealand Derby. Oh, sorry, five times he's won it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully right. in partnership with yourself on the weekend, Robert. Thank you for your time. We can't wait to see her. I mean, she dominates the market. I mean, we're, she's a dollar fifty chance. I was just thinking with Craig as well. Um, he's got memories of La Creek as well. It's good to see her back in the winner's circle. Um, it wasn't really his fault in the derby, but you know there was pressure that day. She was short and got beaten. So I'm sure he's got something to prove too on a filly on the weekend. Mm. Yeah, and that's it. You can never get too wound up about these short price favourites. Um, at the end of the day, it's horse racing. Things can go wrong. Things mightn't go your way and, and as we've seen in derbies before even horses that you think will see the mile and a half easy um, sometimes don't so uh, look there's a lot up in the air but um, yeah we're, we're happy with the filly and, and we're really looking forward to seeing her step out Alright well look for the red and white to be chiming in late hopefully thanks for that Thanks a lot Yeah Robert Wellwood trains in partnership with Roger James and uh, as I said uh, we'll talk to the trainer of La Creek or the co-trainer because she's a filly that we've followed and um she obviously it's been a bit of a we haven't there's been times where we haven't seen her best at La Creek but we saw her best at Otaki on the weekend Craig Grills wasn't on but as I said I don't think it was his fault in that New Zealand derby a couple of seasons ago with her because the pace was slow she was at the back of the speed they went around she got uh, shuffled back and look she eventually got clear, and it was a terrific run, and the horse that won at Asterix had clear running down the outside. But I don't think you could say that it was really his fault. It was just a situation of circumstances um, with La Creek um, that particular day. Everyone seems to just want to criticise jockeys, you know, um, all the time without taking into into account you know, various factors in races and the fact the world was watching her that day, and, you know, she did look unlucky. Um, but anyway, that's, that's in the past. Let's look forward to... The New Zealand Derby uh, on the weekend. Yeah, Roger James five times. 
Uh, as I mentioned, the last filly to win it was Habibi, silent achiever just prior to that in 2012. But Sharp and Smart won it last year. We mentioned Asterix two years ago. Rocket Spade, there was Craig, one of Craig Grills' winners. Sherwood Forest, Crown Prosecutor, another one for Craig Grills. And then you go back to Vinda Dance, Ginger Nuts, Rangi Poe, Mongolian Khan, Pacini, Habibi, silent achiever, Jimmy Shu, who passed away recently. Uh, military move, Coniston Bluebird, and we were there that day. Scott Seymour and uh, Bede Murray with Coniston Bluebird. Gee, he's a nice fellow, uh, Bede Murray. Uh, then you go back even further to Excellent. He was a bit of a freak for Coleman and Maroney. Um, of course, Rob McAnulty won it with St. Reams years ago for Greg Childs and also trainer Chris McNabb, like a gov, for Scott Seymour and Jeff McVane. Hades, there's another one of Rogers uh, for Vinnie Colgan. Another one of Rogers was Roy Sin, Vincent Colgan, of course, rode as well in 95. Of course, Popsy was a very popular winner for the O'Sullivans. Phantom Chance for the Jellings family and Robert Vance, of course. And then the Surface Paradise, Castletown. We only spoke about him recently. The old freak uh, for Patrick Bussenden and, and Bruce Compton as well. Tidal Light, Bone Crusher. Now, that was going back to 1985. Uh, that was a beauty, of course. So, yeah, there's been some really special horses, hasn't there, when the New Zealand Derby uh, over the years. We might see a special one this weekend.